Chapter 9 The floor lurched again, and Maggie would have slid several feet if it weren't for Caleb's steadying arm around her waist. Hang in there, Maggie, he said quietly. We'll make it. Maggie smiled. It was completely dark in the back of the semi-truck, except for two reading lights. Caleb had brought exactly twenty books, filling all the space in their two small suitcases that wasn't already taken by some snacks and a few outfits each, plus the money Caleb had taken from the hidden safe, about $4,400. Maggie returned to her book, an adventure novel about pirates, kidnappings, and changes of heart. She had already read it many times, but it was good enough that it never grew old. She was just getting to one of her favorite parts, her two favorite characters meeting at a hotel in the middle of the night, when her reading light flickered off. Wait, no, she said, hitting the light against the palm of her hand. Nothing happened. Caleb looked up from his own book and shined his light in her direction, careful to keep it out of her eyes. Did your light stop working? Maggie nodded. Dang it, I should have remembered to bring batteries. It's okay, Maggie reassured him. You know what? You can use my light. You don't need to give me yours, Caleb. I'm fine. No, really. I just finished rereading the chapter about the effects of American slavery on the rest of the world, and I need time to think about it. I can think better when I'm not holding a light. Maggie was certain that holding a light had no effect on her brother's ability to think, but it was true that after finishing a chapter, Caleb usually spent half an hour or so contemplating what he had just read, even if it was the fourth or fifth time. All right, she agreed, then noticed that the page Caleb was currently on was not the end of a chapter. He must have noticed her expression, because he snapped the book closed immediately. In fact, it will save me from my temptation to look ahead to the next chapter like I accidentally did just now. You'll be doing me a favor. Maggie smiled to herself as she took the light. At times like this, she was grateful to have such an overprotective brother. His concern for her only rarely seemed to stifle her. Usually it just made her feel safe and loved. She found her place on the page and continued reading. In her book, the main character was kidnapped, being held far away from her home and family. I almost feel like you, she thought silently, except I have Caleb, and you'll see your parents again really soon. I don't know if I'll ever see mine again, definitely not Mama. Her mother had died when she was only two years old, and she didn't have even a shadow of a memory of her. She had asked Caleb to describe her once, but he had gotten so teary-eyed that he couldn't talk, and she had never asked again. Maybe we aren't so similar after all, she thought, returning to her one-sided conversation. You lived on a boat, going to all sorts of cool places. I've hardly stepped outside my house without Caleb holding my hand to make sure I stay safe. And now you're seeing the world, making friends, having adventures, and I'm stuck in another prison cell, just a darker, smaller, colder one. You might be nervous, but at least you're in control of what happens next. You aren't real, and I already know you're going to have a happy ending. I have no idea what my ending is going to look like. The truck turned suddenly, and Maggie slid away from Caleb for a few seconds before he found her again. There were a few more turns, and they were definitely going at a slower speed now. "'What's going on?' she whispered. "'Maybe we're close to the next stop,' Caleb suggested. "'Oh.' They came to a complete stop, and the door slid open. 
The man who stood there was the same man who they had seen earlier when they first got into the truck. He had been shocked to see them there, apparently expecting some sort of box rather than two kids. He grunted, then jerked his head to the side as if to beckon them out. They quickly complied, Caleb jumping out first to help Maggie down. They followed the driver to another truck, and he opened the door for them. Again, Caleb helped Maggie up, then their suitcases, then climbed up himself. He held her hand as the door closed. How many times are we going to switch trucks? Maggie asked, a little suspicious. They hadn't driven for very long, and she was sure France was going to be a long way away. A few, Caleb replied. We just have to get to a certain airport. I'm not sure where. Why? Aren't there lots of airports in America? Couldn't we go to the closest airport? It's complicated. Maggie sighed. In Caleb's mind, everything was complicated, too complicated to share with her. She would just have to trust him and be content with finding out eventually. Maybe this was one of those rare cases where she felt stifled. Maybe they were not so rare after all. She went back to her book. They hadn't started moving yet. It would probably be several minutes before someone opened the door and experienced the same surprise at seeing two kids as the guy before. Caleb would explain everything, like last time, and she could just sit and read her book. Maybe she could read it five times before they got to France. Or she could start trying to memorize it. All her vague plans for her future involved reciting her favorite books to groups of kids, preferably including some of her own children, and some of her own books if she was ever able to write something worth sharing. After about two and a half chapters, the door opened, revealing the darkening sky of the Friday evening. A man with a friendly demeanor and bright smile looked at them in surprise. He quickly regained his composure. Well, hello, kids. What are you doing here? Where are your parents? Are they at this gas station somewhere? They're probably looking for you. I can help you find them. Caleb shook his head. We're the package, sir. At the orders of the treasurer, we are a Highway X package. The man's eyes widened. But how do you... That's not possible. Caleb nodded toward the paper Lyle had given them earlier. It's true, sir. We don't know very much at all about Highway X, because after all, we're just kids. But I'm certain this is the right place. Please take us to the next checkpoint. The man nodded, then gave a smile. All right, kids, I'll take you. What's your end point? He squinted at Caleb's paper. Oh, I see. All right. So that would make the next stop checkpoint 56. I can do that. You sure you'll be all right in the back of the truck like this? Yes, sir. Maggie smiled. The last man hadn't believed them half as quickly, and he hadn't been half as friendly either. The contrast was stark, to say the least. All right, then. Well, I'll see you in a bit at our next stop. Wait, Maggie called quickly, ignoring Caleb's anxious glance. Sir, do you have a flashlight we could use? It gets dark back here, and ours just died. Caleb's tight expression relaxed slightly as the man nodded. Sure thing. I'll get it for you. Maggie grinned at her brother. Sorry, she whispered as she handed back the reading light. I thought maybe you'd finished thinking about that chapter by now. <laughs>